Rock, you want to sit on my lap? No, thank you. This is a really comfy chair. Well, could we talk about the first thing that pops up? Ooh. <laughs> you won't notice it. <laughs> <laughs> so, that actually, a little funny thing about that particular... <laughs> you talking so, about mine or just in general? When I was single and dating and a part of a church group, uh, there there was a group of guys that was out one day, and we, we were talking about some young attractive lady that was part of the group i don't remember who it was but uh but somebody said yeah she could just sit on your lap and who and i said oh and then talk about the first thing that pops up and everybody laughed like it was the most hysterical thing they'd ever seen because they were church people and uh (laughs) (laughs) that was going to be my comment and uh and then so they there's this thing once a month where people can stand up at church and talk about whatever they want right and so this guy stands up and he talked about how he regretted being a part of that conversation because though he laughed at it in retrospect it was very disrespectful for that young lady and he really really regretted it and how how was that disrespectful <laughs> for the young lady I totally mean, totally irrelevant i don't know did but he at that force point, her to sit on his lap eventually at that point i was like oh my gosh i don't ever want to hang with that guy again. <laughs> yeah. you're such a bad that influence guy sucks. <laughs> that guy's a, such a square <laughs> seriously i mean yeah so it's been a while few weeks it has been a while um like we're getting ready to sing a song there no it's been a while uh it's actually unless there did we do you mind real quick i don't mind because we got a review we did from who we no you've seen it oh i haven't seen it we have a new review on apple yeah i was i was i'm pretty sure i know who it's from because i was talking to him on our facebook no he is not hushin it was not him Ooh, yeah he didn't follow through he did not. Well, he might have done it on something else because yeah. he asked where all, because I don't think he has Apple. <laughs> where all you guys listed? He listed off. Oh, yeah. It was none of those. Actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we have actually had two reviews. I know one was from uh, the What's the Channel guys. Nightwalkers and what's that channel? Here you go. Why don't you, you go ahead and read, read that for the folks? We're excited because like, we've right, like the doubled, one? doubled our reviews in like a week. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I haven't even read it yet. I'm just. I, I got the first like four words in and started giggling. All right. Josh reminds me of when your mom would force you to take your little brother everywhere. Buck is like the middle brother, always bullying Josh and usually teaming up with Darren, who has the <laughs> oldest brother role. The chemistry is definitely here with this show. <laughs> that was from the Nightwalk. Yeah, it was Nightwalk. Oh, was you guys are so mean to me. You want to see what? Shut up. <laughs> I'm telling. Here's the What's That Channel Called podcast review. All right. Man, I can't even begin to describe how much I love this show. The only pod we've done more than one collaboration with. The humor is just epic. Right up my alley. Plus, it's got con- continuity like no other if you listen from the top. All three of these guys are hilarious. Josh wants a review about how dumb he is, but I can't say that. Love these guys and glad we all got together. We need to do it again. Chef's kiss. We're not chefs, so we're safe. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what that is. Is it where you um, kiss a spatula and hit somebody with it? I think so. Yeah. Jason and Kyler, what's that channel called? Podcast, bitches. Pretty sweet, huh? Yeah. Thanks, guys. We yeah. really appreciate it. They were Bold. nice to me. It was so weird. Everybody, the what's that channel, guys? Kyler. Nightwalk. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah. Nightwalk. <laughs> I just wish more people guys. could appreciate our humor. That was pretty cool. Well, it's honestly, it's taken my wife over a decade to start to appreciate my humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still in small amounts. Right? Yeah. 
My wife finds me hilarious. She just won't admit to it. Yeah. I force my humor up on her. It was like her love. You love me. You just don't know it yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's the kind of love I get. It's where it's when you say I love you with a question mark. I love you. What was that thing about uh, how much do you love me? I want you to look up and count the stars. But it's morning. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, nice. the, wife, the wife was lighting the grill a while back and she had the lid shut and it wouldn't light real quick. And she kind of forgot she had it. So she went back out there and opened it. Gas was still on. She turned them a little bit more and hit the button and it flared real bad. That's awesome. obviously. And I ran out there because I heard it, you know, boom. I ran out there. I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's like, that was the grill, like singed the hair on her arms and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, you better be careful. She's like, why is that? I'm like, A, I'm sure that hurt. And B, if you could become a burn victim, we'll just be friends. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're an asshole. I'm like, don't become a burn victim. <laughs> what have you done to my hairy otter? <laughs> I know. She got me a Valentine's Day Dude. card with two otters on it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was awesome. She's like, I don't mind the hairy otter thing. She's like, I think it's cute. Do you realize how that will mentally mess her up if she actually gets in like a fiery car crash? I don't care. I won't be there. <laughs> she, she won't be there. I'll be taking care of the kids because they're like, ooh, mom's gross. She'll be laying there. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because I, I don't know how a lot of bird victims. I'm look. not a hairy otter anymore. Yeah, I'm a bald one. She's a bald, wrinkly otter. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Do do all burn victims kind of end up with that that same look of the skin where it's it's different wrinkly sweater, like that reddish? Well, I yeah, I don't think it's wrinkly so much. I like mean, like I mean, I know, I know there's usually a discoloration about. to it, yeah. but I mean, Freddy Krueger. That's I mean, if that's what everyone looked like that was a burn victim, I mean, yeah, I would not want to touch that. Yeah, but he pulls off that fedora. Oh my god! Yeah. Right, and Halloween's gonna be awesome every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like. Remember I told you that about the the blast in Afghanistan? Like, I was really glad that that piece of stuff didn't hit me in the eye. But there was a small part of me that was really sad because I could have some awesome collection of glass eyes. Like the last action hero. Yeah. Like Carlson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows Carlson, too. Carlson Wagonlet. So, Bill, glass eye Bill. Yeah. Glass eye Bill. This my good eye. Yeah. <laughs> and is that that eye's not very good for him either. I'm blind in this one, and this one's glass. Just like Ula. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he regained any of his eyesight. I don't know. So you know how uh, people like, get blown up and lose their arms and legs and stuff? I was just thinking about this other day. So Walker, right? He has, I think they call them angel birthdays, right? Where they didn't die, or they came, like, he lost his arms and a leg, so that's considered his angel birthday. It was like he was rebounding. I, 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 I understand what you're saying. He he had a walk with death. Yeah, he, he was protected by angels or something. That, I didn't I didn't know people celebrated that. No, I would no, think that they would look back on it. I mean, no, I'm not I guess saying really they celebrate any it, reason to eat cake. Yeah, I'm not saying they celebrate. It. I just know that's what they call it. Uh, usually, friends and family celebrate it more because they're very happy. They're still there, but we or, share we share I mean, a birthday. Depends on the my person. actual birthday is his angel birthday. Huh? Yeah. That makes us like, so both of your spouses regret it. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Except I can still chase her. Wait, that probably sound like I'd commit a crime there. It's possible. I actually, uh, was, so I, I, I think still, it, I, th- I don't think that's correct. She is a Siamese twin, right? <laughs> not with me. 
Oh, well, well, she's no, not Siamese no, yeah, either. <laughs> didn't we? Didn't we settle this a while back? She's, it's, there's yeah, no, no crime gotcha. if they're Siamese twins in space. Well, we don't know in yet. Space, yeah. We don't know yet. Oh, that's true. We the, haven't the had a legal around. the legal uh, precedence hasn't been set. Yeah, we need to set this. <laughs> we need to go around beating up conjoined twins or Siamese twins. Siamese, if you please. Maybe Siam has a travel yeah. restriction. Maybe for conjoined twins. Yeah. We, can't let any, we can't let any more you guys out of here. <laughs> like, oh, we didn't know you guys needed seats next to each other <laughs> when you buy your ticket. It was like Hitler was important to Jews and Siam is just important to Siamese twins. And cats. And cats, yeah. Is there anything Wait, else? Are they conjoined cats? Possibly. That would be an obnoxious cat. They're ugly cats, aren't they? Well, why, why is the first Siamese cat? I mean... Just because it also originated in Siam, or it probably was didn't. the first one it conjoined. Probably, it probably wasn't even Siam. It was probably like in Russia or some shit. And like, oh, that thing's ugly. It's from Siam now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're gonna go with. We made an ugly cat. It's not ours. Send it to the Ukraine and we'll blo- we'll bomb it. Too soon. I mean, it's actively happening. So. I'm getting a no from you. <laughs> it's not too soon. It's never too soon. Yeah. Ukraine's got a rough road, man. They had, you know, the whole Chernobyl thing. And then, you know, not wow, anymore. So, they don't. That's so five minutes ago. <laughs> Nobody's worried about radiation anymore. They're dropping bombs. Yeah. Radiation. <laughs> Who needs to worry about that for like, I don't know, several thousand years. I, I actually saw that like that. Uh, Russia has already taken over Chernobyl, and I was like, "Well, they—it's not like they had to fight for it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's there. Yeah. <laughs> they well, they to- just built that new containment thing over it. What two yeah. years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have to fight the mutants to get it. It's like, yeah, let's waste people on that. Have you actually seen? So it's interesting. Um, the birds and some of the other animals there have actually—I don't know if evolved, but adapted to that environment where the birds actually. Uh, process out the radiation. I think that's that called mutation. In. Yeah, but I was going to say evolution. I'm like, I don't think it's an evolutionary thing yet. I think it's an adaptation mutation. or a mutation. I mean, they're the same thing, big bro. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but you're <Wait>. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Motion has been seconded. Oh. <laughs> oh. I got, I got nothing. So you guys say I'm dumb and I'm out of comebacks. <laughs> no, you are. Your mom goes to college. No, she doesn't. She's dumb. <laughs> I hope she listens to that. She probably won't. So my uh, my younger sister has had a hysterectomy. I'm sure she'll appreciate me throwing that out there. I'm sure she doesn't have a lot to do except lay around. In my head, in my head, I imagine. I mean, I understand what comes out of a hysterectomy, but. In my head, I think it's a basically a normal looking body, except it looks like a wet red like piece of cloth. So it looks like somebody just took the inside of a person out, and that's what a hysterectomy is. That's probably accurate. <laughs> right? It's like that's dead on. Josh Rude, the science dude. Yeah. We haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, I, I can imagine you walk by. It's like hanging on a clothesline, just dripping blood and everything everywhere. Why would they hang it on a clothesline? I don't know. How else you going to dry it out? <laughs> <laughs> dryer put that shit in a jar i'm taking it home oh and just so you know this is the last of the hotel tango whiskey do you have another bottle ready to go not of hotel tango no i didn't think of that one that was understandable since you said it is the last of the bottle yeah 
Did you not go? of the bottles? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you insinuated it was done. All right. I win. But I don't know. Why would you bring up your sister's hysterectomy? I just thought she'd like the publicity. Do you, do you know that the word hysterical exists as a woman going crazy? Did you Hysteria. know Hysteria. Mm-hmm. I feel like most emotional words that have to do with something extreme like that are there because women do them. Yeah. Well, hysterical. Hysteria is actually a lady. It's like that's, it's rooted in women. It's not just a Def Leppard song. I'm rooted in women too. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whale's vagina. Who wants a mustache ride? Oh, I do. I do. Uh, but no, I mean, any big scientific breakthroughs that you guys are aware of? <laughs> nice, nice casual nice segue, conversation. Yeah. Segway, right? Actually, that, that, re- that reminds <laughs> me of uh, when I was in the army years ago, there was one of the guys that he, there's not a chance he listens to this, but one of the guys that was one of my peers, uh, he was like, dude, they did it. He showed up serious as shit to one of the, the gr- we were grilling one day. They did it. They did it. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? When, when they did it. He's like, you haven't seen? I was like, maybe. You're not giving me enough information here. It's possible. <laughs> it's like they proved that the Big Bang absolutely unequivocally happened. Like absolutely 100% definitive. I was like, they did? Who's they? And he was like, well, the people, you know, the people. <laughs> so then he showed me, so then he showed me like this, uh, this from art, the, the this, onion. No, it was it was an article that proved <laughs> that the, <laughs> that the Big Bang was theoretically possible, and I was like, "That's not the same thing, man." He was like, "No, that's what it means." Right? Under, I don't think you understand words, buddy. It was right <laughs> underneath the article about kangaroos in Missouri. Did you use the analogy like, "I can prove to you that theoretically, I really want to punch you in the face right now," but has it actually? We're happened? just gonna jump from theoretical to possible. <laughs> that guy was awesome. I yeah. love that guy. He was very hysterical. Yeah. He had bitch tits. Nice. Speaking of bitch tits. Oh, they're right here. Nice. I grabbed my own breasts for those. So for those of you watching at home, as far as bitch tits go, I think all the experiments they did on people during World War II. Like, seriously, like medical advances always, always happen during war. That most like significant and the, the quickest progress happens during wartime because they're they're trying to come up with different ways they can save money by not having people die oh he lost a leg give him a fake one and get him back out there so i just I think, think that ever had, happened oh, not that quick but they sew up a bullet wound you know give you some water rub some dirt on it and you're back in the game for the i mean until relatively recent if you lost a limb you were out of the military period no it wasn't like Granted. I rub some sawdust on it and get out there or whatever you said. Yeah. That's that's kind of new that they allow people to to be in the military missing a leg. Meh. That's kind of new. Meh. True, but that that was just an example. So a think, terrible, terrible example. True. I have lots of those. But true. Think back to like the human experimentation they did uh the Nazis did on people. Probably specifically a certain group of people. Twins. <laughs> there was a lot of twin yeah. experimenting. Yeah, but actually I mean, during that time frame it was I mean it was Japan was doing it too. Yeah, Japan. I mean everybody likes to talk about the old uh 
German master race thing, but the Japanese had a pretty good corner on that market. They sure did. They did it in caves, though, so <laughs> way cooler. <laughs> way creepier, too. Mm-hmm. The Nazis just, like, I don't know, their uniforms made it creepy. I mean, they were snazzy That's- dressers. Did you know Ralph Lauren made their uniforms? I did know that, yes. It's crazy. Fucking Nazi. <laughs> That's why they're so stylish. Well, you know, the Chinese makes a lot of U.S. uniforms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Until why they're always. To. That's why yeah. it's so hard to find a, one that fits. That was really. Remember when the beret came in? Oh, my like, God. And they ordered thousands and thousands of berets from China. And China did something. I don't even remember that ticked America off. And they're like, we're not going to buy them from you anymore. You already paid for them. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. Nobody else is buying berets. We made them just for you idiots. <laughs> oh, that I was that was, was like the worst idea. Everybody, you'll feel special if you wear a beret. Maybe I would have felt more special if I didn't have to shave the damn thing once I got it. No. That's incorrect. Well, no, you didn't have to shave it. True, but that's what you were taught. No, that's not what I that's not what I meant. Yes. Okay. Shaving the beret. Yes, I shaved my beret. I also cut that little cardboard thing in the inside so yeah. it actually it was just so right. stupid. It's like, hey, here's a beret. Partial assembly required, motherfuckers. What I what I think is like what just exactly what Darren said. Like, oh yeah, this isn't this will build a spirit of core if everybody has the exact same damn thing. Like, no, you are you're, just you're as, special. You are as special as everybody yeah. else. Yes. Welcome to the new normal, like, everyone likes to say. It's like shoulder brassards. There, there used to be like one. Now there's like a hundred. Yeah, everybody had to have one because, you know, I'm going to say just EOD had them and we were awesome and everyone else sucked. And they're like, <laughs> oh, we need one to be as cool as those guys. I'll tell you one thing that was really hilarious with our CBRN guy. Um, when Seaburn. Yeah, when he he was actually pretty awesome. I really liked that guy. He, he would do stuff. One of the funniest non-EOD techs I've ever met. He would put stuff in his signature line that would say, like, acting first sergeant from 1 to 3 May 2003. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Like, he did see. it just to be funny? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, went, we one time went on a 15K run together, just a few people that we just messed around with, and he dressed up like a 1980s gym coach. with. He found some purple Adidas matching top and bottom <laughs> and wore, like, a thick gold chain, some big old yellow aviator glasses hilarious he was just a funny guy but uh he he got a cbr in broussard made because he heard that they might be coming out and so before they were even made or anything like this he had this custom one built and the day they said that they were going to be approved to wear he started wearing it around <laughs> everybody's like what the hell they He's said like, oh, it, it happened <laughs> it finally happened I, th- I feel like he was trying to do that to poke the eud guys in the eye but it was funny it worked so- I had, uh, I was deployed actually. We had our brassards and the sergeant major, like the brigade sergeant major came to visit and he was telling me I couldn't wear it. And I cited page and verse of where it says in the conduction or while conducting UD operations, you're authorized to wear a brassard. And we're standing in the fob and he's like, but you're not conducting UD ops right now. I said, that's the only reason I'm in this country is conducting UD ops 24 seven. Like, sir. <laughs> Don't be stupid. I said Sergeant Major. <laughs> sir. So, yeah. They I hear that Sergeant Majors always love it when you call him sir. So when they first came out with the 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 uh the what do you call them? The the well the state side, the garrison brassards, the what what what's that called? The the where it's fabric. 
that the stuff. The flag? Embroidered? The embroidered one. Oh. Uh, when, they, when they first came out with those, like, so I, I don't know if this was an everywhere thing or if it was an issue, but when they were, they were like, so we, we put them on because we were giving them. And then like two days later, they, came, they were like, no, 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 you can either wear the brassard or the badge. So I took my brassard off because I was like, I earned this badge. I don't care about this brassard. And, uh, and I was the only one. Everybody was like, man, how are they going to know? I don't care if other people know. I know. And uh, then I got yelled at. The battalion commander came in and was like, no, no, no. You're out of uniform. Everybody has to wear that. The next day, we were able to wear our badges and our brassards. Oh, shit. Yeah. How dare you Stupid army double things. down on what your qualifications are? <laughs> If you don't know what yeah. my badge means, it says it on my arm. Yeah. I, I think that it was a stupid thing in the third, the third orders battalion. I think shortly hundred percent positive. But. Well, shortly before I got out, they, they withdrew uh, our ability to wear our bizarres unless we we're actively conducting any type of operation period. Cause I know when we were in Hawaii, we could just wear them. That was part of our thing. We were allowed to do that. And then I guess too many people got upset about us looking too cool. Well, my theory on that was that if I was overseeing a large group of EOD folks and those EOD folks were doing similar stupid things that big army did, uh, you know, making stupid decisions and doing. Take those stupid, off quickly. Yeah, I would not want my guys easily recognized for being idiots. Oh, I don't disagree with that, but I like to think my guys weren't idiots. Mm. Yeah. I was. So the, the, but they the, weren't. the problem is, is even if your guys weren't, the guy standing next to him, total idiot. See, the biggest problem I ever had was all the other idiots, not even the EOD ones. Like, uh, remember Hunt's truck, that bright yellow motherfucker thing? Um, he had a train horn installed in it. <laughs> it was like he had, to, he had to put an air compressor in there and everything to <laughs> make this sweet. thing work. It was nuts, and it was loud as heck. That's hilarious. And it was banana yellow <laughs> was his color of the truck. So while he was deployed, he gave it to me, and I was getting stuff done to it that he wanted. And the tags were expired, so I brought it to work. So at lunch, I could take it down, get it inspected, get everything done. And as I drove into work, that thing is loud. So on my way into work, I had a dude actually chase me all the way to the shop because he's like, you were going too fast. And I got out. I'm like, I didn't know you could carry a radar gun in, in PT shorts. And he goes, who's your commander? I'm like, oh, he's right there. Uh, captain Wait, Who was? Wait, we never had a captain. Waite. It was before... Uh, the other, I, can't I know that name, Wait, I know. Yeah, I Is that, wasn't was. that the dude with the shriveled up arm? His strong arm. No, I don't know if that was that wasn't him. I never saw his arms. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, he chased me down to tell to tell me I was going too fast, and I'm like, I went slow as shit around him, but that th that thing is so loud, he just automatically had an embolism and had to chase me. It's pretty cool. And that right there is why the army sucks. Well, the army Remember? does it. The army does it. People in the army are allowed to be stupid. With zero repercussions. Remember uh, the people that would stand at the PX and give you little citations for wearing your PC instead of your beret? Yep. I have never seen that. It was amazing because it was like Captain Vale. And uh, the guy's like, oh, who's your commander? He's like, I am the commander. And like this E4 was like, I don't know what to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> you can just write my name on that citation. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. He won't know what's coming. 
Man, I love it. My favorite, uh, because Hawaii, I have to say, everyone in Hawaii was so wrapped up in themselves. They they all just thought they were so self-righteous, especially, I can't say especially the officers, but when you go to the PX, that's where everyone that needed to be saluted would go just to like stand outside to get saluted. Uh, Carlson came back. He's got his glass eye or missing eye. I'm not sure what he had, and he couldn't really see out of the other one. So he's walking into the PX and they the Ula special. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Anyways, so he's walking into the PX and he didn't see two lieutenants. They stopped. It's like, you didn't salute us. What are you blind? He turns around, takes his sunglasses off. As a matter of fact, I am. Puts it back on and walks inside. Nice. Like, I just wish I could have been there for that. Because it's one of those things where. People lose their fucking minds. And I'm cussing a lot today. I'm sorry. I will say Hawaii was the only place that I got in trouble for standing behind an officer and not saluting them. Like following them out the door. They actually turned around and said, why didn't you salute me? I didn't know you could see me. I was was behind you. I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) Yeah, that was was another thing I remember we, we started doing because, I mean, everybody knew who we were because everybody had a, had a, axe to grind with us for whatever reason. It just seemed like we kept getting these little dings against us. Like, I, I think it was Talbert. He didn't salute within six paces. He saluted the guy, but it wasn't at that six pace mark. So he complained about him. So we decided at like 30 feet, we'd start doing it. We just hold it up and just walk at him, just stare him in the eye. We did it a couple of times. It really made him uncomfortable. It was great, but my arm got tired. So I was like, screw that. Me and Major Torres used to do the salute high five. You yeah. have to make sure you pass with them on the right side, though. So as you give the salute and pass by each other, you, as you drop the salute, it automatically goes into a high five. It's <laughs> pretty sweet. Major Torres was cool. Yeah. We had at, at Lewis, we had, uh, we had to carry these books with us. It was like random parts of like, AR six seventy dash one the that's the uniform one for yeah those a lot of places do that <clears throat> but there was like it, I don't know it was a little tiny booklet and you have to keep it on you at all times and most of the time we didn't carry it on us but they then the third the three corps commander General Jacoby at the time uh, he started making everybody say like their company motto when they saluted <laughs> and, and we didn't have one and so we, I'd make shit up all the time Be like oh my special purpose sir. While I'm saluting, he'd be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a it lot. It takes of fun. two. Yeah, <laughs> that was a, that was a lot of fun to do stuff like that. Phlebotomy rules. And they'd be like, what the, <laughs> what the hell is that? Kiwi is a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that was fun. We I came up with so many different ones. That's oh, that was I wish when we were in Beanock. So of course, you guys been to Beanock? Well, yeah. in Redstone. Did you guys go to Redstone? That's where yeah. I went. Yeah. Okay. So you know you're with all the other. Be knockers, the, yeah. all the other knockers. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, we used to change our motto like every day, and on certain days we would just steal the class that we were ahead of. We would steal their model, so oh, they sounded funny. stupid. <laughs> so, um, like it would come to us, they call us to attention, and we'd be like, "Rock hard, razor sharp," and you would hear the the formation next to us grumbling, like, "What?" And then they would call them to attention, and some idiot in there was like, "Rock hard, razor sharper." <laughs> So, and it was like nice. that. And we came up because we had a rather girthy class. Like, we had 15 Ooh, people. You guys showered together? 15 people in our class, and 10 of those 15 had to get taped. So, that was always like a running joke, too. And uh, one of our PT formations, we got called to attention, 
and everybody yells, we're not fat, we're husky. (laughs) (laughs) It was, yeah. And then our last PT formation there, we got called to attention and we did the Braveheart freedom yell. Everybody's like, freedom. Nice. Good times. It's a stupid thing. So the book thing that you had. So in Hawaii, I don't know if it was everywhere. We had to wear our earplugs on our little Velcro thing. I've been there. I just think, though, that's funny because they were defective earplugs. Those were all that lawsuit because they didn't actually protect your hearing at all. So we were forced to wear <laughs> shit. Good thing didn't I do didn't a wear damn those. thing. Near die. But they were like, where's your earplugs? Uh, in my earplug case. Where's that? Oh, I don't have it. <laughs> I've been I've been places where they made you do stupid crap like that oh before. God. That's oh, wear your PT belt because that stops bullets. I don't know if that's true or not. I've never been shot while wearing it. It so does make you a much brighter be, target. Mm-hmm. Well, there might be some truth to it. I've never been shot while wearing one. Have you? It's the glare. Oh. <laughs> it's like I can't can't get a bead on them. Ugh. They got the laser sight. It shines. He back must and be burns an angel with all that <laughs> luminescence. Is he a virgin? If not, shoot him. <laughs> oh. So I have to say, I I was pretty uh, crotchety about the whole army thing. I think I've talked about it before. We know I, you I have. don't. Well, I don't hate the army. I would hope not. It's kind of giving you a pretty nice career. Well, that's. I was thinking about that stuff. I don't dislike the army. I dislike a lot of the stupid people that were in charge. And I had to deal with because a lot of that is the reason I'm not in anymore, Darren. <laughs> I was just going to say, wait a minute. I know. No, no, it was toward the end because I called you a couple times to vet and get your opinion about different things back then because it was like talk about anxiety. I didn't know what what to expect when I was going into work because, I mean, I've told you what's wrong with my back. I got like nine herniated discs in there. Between you got a rupture, yeah. Between my hair and my ass crack, isn't that the same thing? (laughs) (laughs) It's like a continuous strip. (laughs) You're like a Wolverine between my between my ears and my ass crack. No, that's kind of off to the side. Then I don't know. That's kind of where your head usually is, anyway. Between yeah, (laughs) so so it's touching. All your your spine is touching. all of it. (laughs) But yeah, so but while I was going through the whole process. Like, cause you know how it is. MRIs in the military are gold. It's like the doctors themselves have to pay for it. So they're not going to let you get one. So they're doing all these things. I've went through physical therapy for like two years straight. And they're like, why aren't you better? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Turns out you guys suck. Yeah. So I go through the whole thing. They're acting like I'm faking this shit. And I'm like, I show up to PT every day. I do the best I can. I mean, I can't really do sit-ups, and I can run periodically, but I would stay in shape. I was losing weight and keeping it off and stuff like that, but I couldn't do a two-mile run anymore just because I would do it, and you get that sharp pain shooting down your leg because nerves are getting told to stop doing it by spine pieces. Spine pieces. Yes, I think they're called vertebrae. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going through this whole thing, and they're all like, "Ah, he's faking it. It's like, yeah, I wish I would have lost a leg because then it's like, Look, my nub, you know what's wrong with me. <laughs> that reminds me of that funny thing Jimmy was talking about, you know, this that double amputee climbed Everest. And, yeah. And I'll Jimmy's s- like, well, that's because his knees don't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he's a lot lighter, too. Yeah. He's, I hear he's a lot, he'd probably be a lot warmer, too. Yeah. Yeah. So one of, one of my buddies who got his leg blown off, that's like when I told him, I was like, dude, you're never going to have to get taped again. 
Because <laughs> he was one of those guys that habitually got taped. And he was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. You're right. Because he was always. <laughs> Is that like while he's standing all depressed on the ledge? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. He was. So he was still in the hospital. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was it the same guy we talked about? Yeah, yeah. It yeah, was okay. G. Yeah. And, uh, and he, I was like, man, that's so awesome. And so the first time after he got his leg blown off, the first time he actually, you know, was doing a PT test and the whole thing, he, sure enough, he took off his leg, set it down, and just hopped up onto the scale on one foot. <laughs> and like, like, that's pass. brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's like what? I, I don't want to say a fourth of your body weight. So what? Probably a sixth. I don't know. I mean, so he's a pretty tall guy. So my guess is his, his, I mean, it had to be at least 30 pounds. That's about six. Yeah. (laughs) Explosive weight loss. But he was, he was like, I do that most mornings. (laughs) (laughs) Like somebody stomped on a pudding cup. I don't know if it's normal to, to have to poop like that, but (laughs) just kind of how it goes. Maybe if you have parasites, I don't know. I've been there, done that. Oh, remember that? Oh my God! Uh, I had so much. Josh has Bordetella. Yeah. I I don't even know what I got. I just got treated. Yeah, in the Philippines, I got one. In I remember where I got the other one. I've had parasites fucking twice. Well, Chris, he's like in Thailand eating the cobra heart. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know why I got sick. <laughs> Shocker! Yeah. I'm like, oh, they cut a cobra heart out of a cobra and dropped it in your drink, and you drank it. It was delicious. Yeah, I don't at know. The time. So there, there's a girl. Uh, well, um, one of the people at work, well, Janae, she just went out. She went to Costa Rica, and my wife is from there. And so I was telling, I was like, oh man, that's awesome. You should go here and do this and blah. And she's like, okay, she's, do I need to like? buy bottled water and i was like no no no. this is not mexico this is <laughs> this is this is a first world country they actually have good surgeons there she's like okay well am i going to be able to find food and i was like well the, the food yeah well they have tons of food she's like yeah but food that i'll eat it's like well i don't know what you eat but they have walmart there and she was like what <laughs> they, have, they have a walmart there and i was like yeah i was like so you know you'll be able to find stuff it won't be you know, it'll be slightly different, but you'll be able to find things. No problem. And so she, she got back, uh, yesterday I was like, do you have a good time? She was like, you're right. They had a Walmart. I was able to get all my food the first day. It's kind of the fun of traveling though, isn't it? To, to Saipan doesn't even have a Walmart and that's a U.S. territory. Yeah. <laughs> like, I said, yeah, you both just stare. Well, San Jose, Costa Rica has, I don't know, like four or five. Nice. It's so- not a U.S. territory. So I'm just running through. I've been quite a few places that are not first world countries. Afri- Africa being one of them. And it just made me think. Cause that- That's a continent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a first world continent, not a first South world Africa. <laughs> so I was in North Africa, that country. Though <laughs> so this was back when, uh, when Trump said, uh, Africa's a shithole, something along those lines. I don't know what it was, but that's how everybody took it. And I actually had a debate with someone um, at work. You guys work with her now. She probably won't listen to this, but mm-hmm. I won't say her name. I know exactly who you're yeah. talking about. But we were arguing. She's like, he said Africa's a shithole. And I looked at her. I'm like, well, it is. She's like, have you ever been there? Yes. Have you? No. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's a shithole. Literally. <laughs> Uh, where I was at in Northern Africa, there is not infrastructure. There is not sewers. It is literally just a cesspool along the curb. Don't step in it. And the whole place smells like crap. 
Mm-hmm. And like, you should go to there to visit. Like, I was there for probably 12 hours. As soon as I got off the ferry across the Strait of Gibraltar, I think is what it was. I got off the ferry and I'm like, I'm good to go back now. We, I've seen enough. Because it, it's one of those places where to be allowed, it was Morocco is where we went. To be allowed into Morocco, we had to hire security, local security guys to come, to escort us around so we don't get killed. Either hostiled or. Hostiled? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get hostiled or taken. <laughs> those are my verbs now. They couldn't pick me up. I'm set. Yeah, yeah. but hey, this guy's like the statue of they, David. Ah! They certainly don't. They certainly don't want my fatted liver. <laughs> Ooh, we'll take two. That was uh, when I was in Azerbaijan. That was the same thing. We had to carry these little cards around. So if the police ever stopped you, because they were notorious for having like shaken you down. So I'm better than you. This card says no, so. So we were given the instruction by the embassy and stuff that hey, if the police stop you, hand them this card and take out your phone and immediately start dialing. So, you know, to the effect on the card was, hey, don't do this. <laughs> and so I start dialing and the cop looks at the card, looks up at me, hands me back the card real grudgingly and then like just moves me along, you know. Does that mean I won? <laughs> nice. We just played trading cards and I win. <laughs> but they will like, like the cops there, you know, they pay to get a good prime spot so they can shake people down and get more money. So they give kickbacks to their bosses to give them the good spots. Azerbaijan? Mm-hmm. I want to be a cop there. It was a lot of fun, though. I mean, we were there teaching demining. For the, it was like a humanitarian demining operation. Yeah. I hear it's a beautiful place. Never Mud been. volcanoes. Weirdest thing you'll ever see in your life. Mud uh, just coming I out see like- one of those every single morning. <laughs> fun. I don't think you see it. I think you no, experience I it. I feel it, and then I see the effects. That, but you don't see the <laughs> volcano itself. He's got a mirror. Like, whoa. Just the one time. I shit. Well, that's true. You've never seen yourself naked. So that was a conversation we have. So, and I believe, no. Who's I'm trying to remember. (laughs) I do not believe I've ever been a part of this conversation. This is is one of our podcasts. This is that continuity that Jason was talking about. This is one of our earlier podcasts. I do you close your eyes instead of looking at the Yeah. Did we really talk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was when he just stood on the sink. I yeah. can't remember that part. I remember it was hilarious, though. Uh, somebody that's listening will have to tell us what that's, what I'm talking about because I have no idea. I, I do recall one time. I don't know if this was the story. I have no clue. But there was a time. <laughs> it wasn't a true story. You just made a comment, but. I still uh, want to hear your story. My oldest daughter's mom, whoa, who I did not respect at all. I believe most people. At the time who, or now? Yes. This is more than <laughs> continuity. Uh, I and didn't I believe, realize that was a yes or no question. I believe most people will know this. And I don't remember what it was. I was like, I was like, hey, can you check my rectum for whatever? I don't have something I made up. Damn near killed him. <laughs> and... Uh, and so she was like, okay, and she got close, and I just ripped the nastiest fart <laughs> with her face like two inches from it my like butt. It like sprayed her. Oh, my God. No, I mean, at that point, I didn't have such questionable no, cuisine am- choices. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure when you fart, there's some particulate that comes out. So did she have pink eyes shortly thereafter? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they were both black. <laughs> shortly thereafter. You can't always tell her twice, man. Always tell her twice. And then I, I I even played it off. She was like, oh, I'm sorry. That was an accident. <laughs> Pretty sure of, she bought it because she's really my, stupid. It's because like, of my I was referring to our marriage. 
<laughs> I'm just glad I've never had to have anybody inspect my rectum. No, I didn't actually need it. No, even, the whole even goal a, was to fart in her face. Oh, okay. I thought there was a medical issue there. <laughs> uh, well, I pretended. <laughs> Someone's like could fart in her face. Okay. I, so I would never do that to my wife because I actually value and respect her. But that lady, I did not. No, thanks for bringing that down. I value. And oh respect no, it, your wife it's good because well. she sucks. I talked to her last night. Regretted every second of it. Did you tell her any of this? That I regretted it? No, because I have a seventeen-year-old daughter with her. I got to be you? amicable for like six more months. Have you ever told her that you farted on her on purpose? No, I feel like you should. I have told her that I don't have any respect for her and wish that I didn't have a child with her. That's that's not fair to your child. No, no, no. I wish I had the child, not with her. Because now, when I look at that daughter, I love her so much. But I look at her and I see like some things that like. She has facial features. Like I really want to fart like, in her oh. face. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Go to exactly sleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a pretty God. girl, but yeah, by she just looks like her mom. By your standards? Yeah. Those are low standards. Yeah, I know. Okay. I have made love with everyone from the lowliest <laughs> bus station skank <laughs> to your more high-class, sophisticated, debutante bus station skank. <laughs> <laughs> And if we, you guys that might decided. be listening didn't know that reference, OMG. That's the name of the movie, OMG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look it up. I believe instead of uh, Skank, they prefer Lady of the Night. I believe we've talked about that as well. What yeah, but like? I don't think actually no. I believe I believe what we actually did was escalate the whore. I don't, but I don't <laughs> think skanks get paid. They might. Well, I think that that's when they become a whore. No. I don't know. I'm not a member. Before of, that, they're just amateur. I'm not a yeah. member. Yeah. They're like Olympians. I don't belong. <laughs> I'm not a member. Give me another shake weight, yeah. quick. Yeah. Ooh. I love that commercial Saturday Night Live, dude. Yeah. It's like, look, I have two shake weights. Yeah. But no, I'm not a member of the Skank Union, so I'm not sure if they get paid or not. I'm sure they get a decent wage, though. That's what unions are. It's mostly the fringe benefits. They get paid in rock. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And bindles. (laughs) Bindles. Tens of beans. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Explain bindle, please. Oh. MG, go ahead. So in this particular circumstance, a bindle is a measurement of heroin. It is 10 hits of heroin. I've learned something. Thank you. You're welcome. I learned that when a heroin addict broke into my house and stole a gun. <laughs> Were you there and just talking about heroin the whole time? <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, give me the gun. Hey, oh, did you know a bindle? I got a just question for you. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go, before you go. <laughs> this what? is the most educational robbery I've been involved in. <laughs> so when the dude, so the dude broke into the house. He stole some stuff. We weren't at home, I, but we have cameras in the house. So I was like, oh, I know who that guy is. Like, he stole my bindle of heroin <laughs> I got a, and my gun. So that night the, the cops came and they took they took everything. And I saw him like he like on camera stole a gun. And so the uh, they wound up catching the guy because I invited him back over to the house the next day. He had no clue that I knew he broke in. <laughs> did you tease him with a bindle? I did. I was Ooh. like, dude, I got two bins. <laughs> uh, but so he came That's back entrapment i saw that in a movie once he came back over to the house i took him down actually at the sweetest tackle that's ever been tackled i could have probably made an nfl highlight reel by tackling that dude and he landed on my canoe it was awesome okay is that what you kids call it these days yeah. so <laughs> yeah i just i stopped so 
So then, the like all these cops came, like people in BDUs, all sorts of stuff. Like I'm not going to go into too much detail, but the next day, I believe you've the, already gone into the cop. Enough. The cop comes back and he's like, he's like, yeah, they, you know, he he says that he traded the gun for five bindles of heroin, and I was like, what is that? And he's like, oh, that's like nine hundred bucks. I was like, ah, I didn't even pay for that. That much for the gun. That's pretty good. He got quite the negotiator. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, but why did you just refer to it as a bindle? And he's like, oh, no, that's like, that's how much that many bindles would cost. And then he explained what a bindle was to me. You just thought bindle was a new way to refer to money? Well, I was like, can I, I get 10 bindles, please? It's not just a hobo pack. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I ruined my Smuggler. life and never want to turn back. Yeah. He also explained that it was his prison wallet. <laughs> it is the safest wallet. Contrary to popular belief, though, it will not charge your phone. <laughs> By the way, when that dude came back to my house, I think I've told you this before. When that dude came back to my house, my father-in-law was visiting from Panama at the time. And he just got in that <laughs> night, and uh, he ran to my garage, grabbed an extension cord, and started wrapping it around the dude's neck while I had a <laughs> no. I was like, no, no. <laughs> this escalated quickly. I'll think about telling him to stop after he gets that first knot in there. But then, the, and what's insane is so they're like on hooks in the garage. I have two hooks for extension cords, but before that, I have three hooks for ropes. He ran past the ropes, grabbed an extension cord, and ran out there and started wrapping around that dude's neck. Well, everyone knows an extension cord is way more durable than rope. Shocking. I just figured that he was more com- He's Hispanic, so I figured he was more comfortable with an extension cord. Probably knows his way around like an an electric leaf blower. I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's okay. He's my father-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't speak English. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does speak English one day and hears this and then breaks, yells at his wife to break out a chancla. Yeah. Do, do they do that in Panama? Yes. Are they chanclas? Everyone that's Hispanic gets beat with a chancla. I mean, do they call them chanclas? Yes. Really? Yes. I thought there'd be some sort of... In the islands, actually, equoclio dialect. I don't know what that word is. Colloquialism. Colloquialisms. Yeah, not that. I thought there'd be some sort of cloacas. There'd be some cloacas differences in chanclas. Well, there. I'm sure there are, but with chanclas. So actually, when we were down there last time, my father-in-law brings me two chanclas, and they were the same brand, the same shoe, but one of them was like a size 11, and the other was like a size 14. And I was like, "What the hell am I going to do with this?" (laughs) And I was there for like two weeks, and I was just like, "Oh, whatever." I guess. Because chanclas are house shoes, right? You don't wear those outside, and so uh, and I was slide one foot everywhere. I was there for like two or three weeks, and then he came into my room one day. And he was like, "Oh, oh!" and he showed me like the actual matching shoes, and he switched one out. So the whole time, I just he thought the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole time, I just thought, "Oh, he doesn't have." Like, like he just got two different ones. This is Panama. It's a third world country. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's how you have to buy shoes here. Maybe he probably really thought did. it was a joke, and he's just like yeah. messing with you the it's whole been time. Three weeks. It's been three weeks. Look at this idiot shuffle around with a size fourteen on his yeah. left foot. Well, his brother did come over. Well, I bet that's probably what happened. He was like, "You see this stupid son of a bitch? Look at him over there, fat moron, <laughs> leaf blower." Benjo. That's like a hoe of the bendays. Everywhere we went to, so like we also went over to Costa Rica for that trip, and it was like. Eight o'clock at night. We had already stopped and ate dinner that night, and we get to one of my wife's aunt's houses, and uh, and she was like, "Oh, let me make some soup real quick," and I was like, "Well, I'm not eating any. I just ate dinner. I'm full." 
And so she, uh, she asked my wife, like, will he eat some? And she was like, you got to eat some. It's rude. And I was like, I'm full. I was like, okay, fine. Like a tiny, tiny bowl. I really don't want it. Just the broth. They brought me a freaking Tupperware dish that was, it must have been a gallon of soup in there. I was like, what the hell? And did you and, get the biggest out of everybody? So, yes, by far, by far the big. It was like triple the size of Midwest. And so uh, then I found out my wife, she's laughing and laughing. I was like, what happened? Because I don't really speak Spanish that well. And she was like, well, she asked if you wanted some. And, and I said, no, you didn't want some. And then she said, well, would he eat it if I brought it to him? And I said, look at him. <laughs> and I was like, son of a bitch. So she, so she brought me the biggest damn bowl she could find. She had to find a bowl. She probably went to the store, bought a bowl so I wish yeah. she could feed your fat ass. But is, I, I just got I was actually going to say something along that, yeah. be, judging by you. She's yeah. like, he'll eat a little bit. And she brought that yeah. out. It's like, this. I'm out of trash bags, so I just brought you a bowl. It is fun to, to have. I guess in-laws from different cultures because you know Chella's South Pacific and stuff and that's like the running joke when we go out there I was driving my brother-in-law's truck and uh, he was riding in the passenger seat for whatever reason we are going to get a different car and uh, he was talking with all his friends he's like yeah I got my white driver over here yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah there's a lot and of trash you, talking to go. and you put up with that <laughs> did you tell him that's racist he bought my drinks. What's what's really interesting is because he thought you were poor. It's <laughs> not so interesting, actually, as it is like kind of messed up. But I had all of my wife's aunts and uncles come up to me while we were there and tell me that I had a beautiful family. They were very light. And I understood that they were saying they were very light. I'm like, what the hell does this mean? Weight wise. I, I asked my wife and she was like, no, like it, it's. It, my family is well speaking of her she's like my family is a very very racist family and the lighter the skin the purer the race and i was like oh my gosh are, are your people nazis because <laughs> her mom is in, her mom is very very dark like very dark in fact when we did my wife's 23 and me we sent her spit to the internet and and uh we f- you just spit on a floppy drive and stick it in the computer yeah, yeah a floppy drive for sure <laughs> five or three inches uh, it was a seven uh, <laughs> damn it was very floppy okay. and, and so that deserves a slow clap right there baby so she uh so, uh, damn it, I lost my turn. Oh, anyway, so she's in it, on the internet, she, and my wife found out that she is like, uh, has tons of African tribes. They don't associate with a country, but like a whole bunch of different African tribes in her bloodline. I'm suspecting that that comes mostly through her mom because her mom is very, very dark. Well, yeah, I and, mean, but and her mom, I didn't know this until just like I don't know, fairly recently. Her mom told her when she was dating me because I'm buck, so she she was like, he had better be a white guy. You got to make the race more pure. And I was like, what the hell? What is wrong with your mom? <laughs> so I'm not a mathematician or anything here. True. So five kids. So they're in Panama. Uh-huh. And they think white is the pure race. No, they think it, the lighter the skin, the purer the person. So I guess, I mean, ultimately, yes, but so America, that's not how they express it. So I'm pretty light. Oh, yeah. You'd be a king down there. Nice. I'd probably be a higher status, though, because it still is well, a third world country, so I'm fat. Yeah. So They'd probably be, be like, oh, man, he's got snacks. And you're yeah. a ginger kind of. Mm-hmm. I just I just hold on to your pocket. I actually <laughs> I actually kind of fit in in Costa Rica. There are guys that look like me that live in Costa Rica. Hawaii shirts? 
Uh, no, the, not the Hawaiian shirt. That's, oh, my they bad. got Costa Rican shirts. There. <laughs> oh. Are they different flowers? Yeah. Okay. They try to keep it. They're uh, Cataleas. They try to keep them cloacas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. So are they really that racist in Panama? I, I mean, is that because Hitler so immigrated the, there after immigrated World War II? There. Yeah, he still lives there. <laughs> so uh, it's emigrated, idiot. So, anyway. <laughs> so, so uh, I don't. I didn't know Nazis were migratory. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think uh, they usually don't mind the cold, but when the Jews travel south, they have to follow. So I don't too th- far. Like you the, like the, pause. The people there are not like, like I won't say they're overtly racist. It's really covert. That's good. They haven't genocided anybody in yeah. a while. And so I don't. I won't say that. Like I mean, I felt like I was getting special treatment, but because the people's houses we were going to were my spouse's family, right? And they it, the culture was just. I I had a great time there. Maybe it's because they were just feeding me the whole time. That was pretty glorious. But I, mean, uh, sure but like I don't they... think I don't think it's like overt. Like oh my gosh, look at that guy's dark. I don't think it's like that. But because my wife is her offspring, so she married someone lighter than her, uh, and she wanted my wife to marry someone lighter than her, right? So like they wanted to like it's not like oh my gosh, these these people are terrible. But like hey, make it better. They I just don't know it's weird. It's like passed. a weird dynamic. Oh my god, this is gonna sound terrible. Yeah, well you're saying it yeah. so yeah. So they just passively shun the darkies, uh, I guess. But my mother-in-law, like I said, is very dark, and she definitely rules the house. Well, that's part of the family. You don't do that. It's everyone else. You don't shun the family. Well, I well, think she was the, even within. So she, I think she's one of like 16 kids, and she's by far the darkest. Goddamn power to her mom. Ooh. All right. 16 kids. Yeah. Something like that. There's a lot of them. Sounds like this when she walks around. Uh, she's dead. So that was messed up. <laughs> too soon way too soon <laughs> how long she been dead i don't know long fucking time i know that my wife's great grandma died probably like four years ago she was 113 i think dang in panama yeah they're doing something right down well there. that's panamanian years it's like 72 years <laughs> <laughs> it's closer to the equator yeah. time travels yeah. differently gravity and stuff yeah there's more gravity there and my wife was all crying. She was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't get to say goodbye. And I was like, she was 113 years old. You should have said goodbye like four decades ago. <laughs> at this point, she probably wouldn't even have noticed. You'd be yelling at her and she'd just be like laying there drooling. Mm-hmm. I don't know very many 113-year-olds, but I don't imagine they don't have know all any. their motor skills and functions. And Well, apparently she still lived by herself and still cooked her own meals and you know, whatever. She turned turned out well for her. What was the cause of death at that point? Starvation. She actually tripped over the sill and bashed her head. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. I was thinking, I'm guessing old age. I don't Yeah, Old age. It's a theory. She was really old and fell down the stairs. Old age obviously did her. (laughs) Skydiving. There's not really houses with stairs. Mostly they have dirt floors. Okay. She choked on too much dirt from the floor. She laid on way too much dirt way too much it's like uh hetzler right it was uh he's a believer in covid now which is funny uh well he died eight times seven times no it was eight times oh was eight he was i thought he was revived nope he was revived the ninth time <laughs> oh. he died eight times and was revived seven mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> i knew it was something like that math. <laughs> it's heaven math i don't know they do weird shit up there but yeah, so he's a believer in that now. But I remember beforehand, it was, uh, you know, 
They're called, they're called everything COVID-related. You get a motorcycle crash, and you might have had COVID. That was a COVID-related death. It's like, well, if you were coughing, having a coughing fit, maybe. But, like, he was pulling all the stuff out of his butt. Isn't it just crazy? Thinking Great of other 13-year-olds. He was pulling the COVID out of his butt? He might have. He died. Oh, my God. He was telling me about the bed sore he had. Did you talk to you guys about that? Yeah. Thank goodness, no. <laughs> it is. However, he did make me very uncomfortable talking about Jesus. Ah, see, I didn't... like every time I talk to him. Well, he likes you. You look like Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's it's a well-fed. I, so Jesus. I go to ch- <laughs> the I loaves get, and fishes here. Yeah. I go <laughs> not anymore. Uh, I go to church every Sunday. I pray with my kids at night. He talks about Jesus way too much. <laughs> Every time he's like, he's like, hey, praise the Lord. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Oh, he right? tells you that all the time. Oh, he doesn't tell me that now. Every single time I talk to him. He told me the the story of I, like, I tried not to be rude to him. So. Oh, no. yeah. No. Oh, he's told me several stories. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, dude. Like he was telling me that stuff. He's like, you think I'm crazy, don't you? I'm like, no. I mean, whether or not those were visions, as he put it, or hallucinations or just, you know, you're dreaming about what's going on around you because you're still perceiving your environment, even though you're not aware of it. I'm like, could be any of that shit. Or you met Jesus. I don't know. In all actuality, as long as he learned something valuable, then whatever. Yeah. It never bothered me, but I'm way more blunt with people. So, it, so it, that might be why he doesn't tell me. I that will stuff. say that it doesn't exactly bother me. It's just that it's like, come on, man. I, I'm, I'm at my computer typing shit. I don't have time for this. He pushed you out of the way and start typing praise Jesus for you. <laughs> Move over. He's, Buck. He's, I will also say he is a very nice guy. I like yeah. him. It's just yeah. like, calm down, man. Well, this is new for him. So who knows? When you first became uh, a Mormon, I mean, I imagine you were. Okay, first, I've heard the story. You weren't all about it to start with. You kind of accidentally fell within the wrong crowd. Well, I grew and up. And then. In the religion, so it's not. Well, yeah. So it's not when I became. Great story, Josh. No, I'm just curious. Like when you started practicing again, I don't know what the word is. You started attending church and get more into it again. Mm -hmm. I mean, I imagine when that happened, you were a little bit more gun ho and gun ho, gun ho, not guns. I don't know. I think I need five bindles for this. Yes. So, (laughs) so as with anything else I have ever done in my entire life, there have been ebbs and flows. Yeah, I imagine starting out though. There's a lot more. Nah, not really. No? Actually, uh, until until like uh, two years ago, it was like a solid eight year chunk where I was a leader and actively helping other people and solving their problems and giving them financial counseling and all. And so like that was that was like you know I was responsible for all of the adults. And so that was that was like I guess peak. And now I was actually talking to my wife the other day, and I was like, I really want to take a step back. I mean, I'm all for church and everything, but so this, so this is actually something that occurs, right? My son, uh, I, ha- I have uh, my kids play sports; they're pretty good at sports. One of my sons is going to have his um, his end of the season tournament, which will seed him for the state championship tournament, and it's on Sunday. It's this coming Sunday. And, uh, and so I was talking to some of the, cause I'm a youth leader now. And I was talking to one of the other guys. I was like, Hey, just so you know, I'm not going to be here Sunday. And he was like, Oh, is, is everything all right? I was like, Every, everything's okay. Which is cool. He has concern, right? Like, is there something I can help you with? And then he judges you after he hears the reason. And then I was like, yeah, my son has a wrestling, uh, we're, we, you know, me and TC, we're going to go to a wrestling tournament. I'm going to watch him kick everybody's butt so he can go to the state tournament. And he was just like, 
like there was three dudes that were there and they all turned at me and looked in horror that I might be doing something on the Sabbath. And, uh, and, and so like, I was just telling Leslie, I was like, I just kind of want to step back a little bit. I'm not, I'm not all about that. You How know? dare they I like, judge me for I the like, religion I have. I like t- saying whore and shit and stuff. And those are not the people. That's <laughs> <laughs> not them. You, know? what? <laughs> you need to join my church. The FSM. What's that? The flying spaghetti monster. Are you no. a pastafarianist? No, I'm not. Uh, I do make bracelets, though. It's do say WWJD. What would Josh do? In, in case someone's retarded. <laughs> They're like, oh, I was going to, I was about to, to pillage this village over here, but I looked at my wrist and saw it says WWJD. Now I'm not going to. No, no. Because that's not what he would do. Actually, if it was Josh. No, they'd have yeah. to look at that. It's like, oh, wow, I need to step it up. He would do something way worse than just pillage. He wouldn't even be thinking about it this long. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been there. He'd, I would have had the murders mostly done by this point. He'd gander across the airport, see two Siamese twins, and glance at his wrist. WWJ. Oh my God! Did you guys hear? <laughs> Three dudes got in a knife fight like two weeks ago at the airport. Really? Like, in, behind security? No, it's outside the public side, but at the airport. Like, That's pretty cool. I'm really curious as to why. Like, I don't know enough of the specifics. Were they playing it? like that? What was that? It's like West Side Story. Cobras. (laughs) (laughs) Panthers. I'm just really curious if it was three dudes all fighting each other. Because I'm really curious as to how that happened. Like, how did an argument. It's a hate triangle. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, usually it's like two on one or something like that. Like, one guy's getting bullied or something. But three random guys all showed up. At the same time, maybe it was like a or not, single and all, elimination tournament. Yeah, all three of them had knives, and then they started stabbing each other. So that's very possible. I heard, I heard what about you said is possible, yeah. Josh. However, I don't suspect that there are going to be three randos that just happen to get into a knife fight. No, no, I'm saying they, they set they, it up on yeah. social media. Yeah. We're going to meet at the check baggage. It's like a flash the, mob, but for yeah. knife fights. <laughs> Man, my partner didn't show up. What I guess jerk. I'm doing the stabbing myself today. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Like, I'm just curious. As, I always want more information about that because that is a crazy scenario. It was probably like they were going to eat apples like my grandfather did, where they take a slice yeah. of the apple with the knife and eat it off. The, I think it's because he had dentures. But He's you like, know, hey, old people used to do hey, that. Hey, let me have a bite of that. And the next day, yeah. stab him in the face. So, well, no, probably one of them forgot to bring the apples. They were going to have like an apple thing. I need to peel you. I'm hungry. It's like, you son of a bitch. Ah, this is my apple-eating knife. But yeah, no, just the whole situation is crazy. And then, pocket knife. then they had the, the tour bus that was about five miles away, caught up in a drive-by. The driver got shot and pulled up to the airport and got out and walked inside and bled everywhere. Sounds pretty cool. I, I, I would abs- hate to have been on that tour bus. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Ever, uh, oh, I don't know. That would be pretty cool. It was like trippy red or something like that. Somebody trippy was telling red. me, it's like, yeah, he's a big deal. I'm like, not that big a deal. I ain't ever heard Trippy him. red? Yeah. Now he's drippy red. Ah. Well, his driver is. Touche, sir. But yeah, I walked by and I'm, I'm like, looking. I'm like, because no one knew what was going on. There was a tour bus outside. You could see bullet holes down the side of it. There was a little blood stain on the floor. They had all the cops out there and stuff. And I walked by and I'm like, let me do some deducing here. Deducing. I'm like, I'm going to go with the drive-by didn't happen here. Like, why would you say that, Mike? Because they would have shot at them from inside the airport. So we're going to start with that. B, that's all I got. <laughs> and B, I'm done. Yeah. 
and Done. that's all. I just solved the crime. Probably the coolest story that I have heard about the airport was when that dude cut his own throat. I know I was there. That is insane. I'm there for all this weird stuff, aren't I? I don't even know how, like, dedication is what that was. That's like power and through, man. I know. Yeah, no. So that guy had courage. Yeah. Well, he didn't even get it on the first try. He had to saw. Like, he didn't actually have a saw. I I didn't see the blade. It may not have been. It was a pen knife. (laughs) Yeah, he should have probably sharpened that thing. Yeah. It was a plastic knife. I don't know what the... He had to actually take out a screwdriver, pull out the one side of the blade, flip it over, screw it back together. <laughs> it was Damn, I should have done this before. <laughs> yeah, right. While I, everyone's like, "Calm down, it was calm going, down." I'm cool. No, there. It was crazy. So yeah, I was there for it. Um, not immediately, so I don't know what happened beforehand. Everybody has their speculations, but so I'm walking that way. I, I'm going to a pier because I have a call, and as I'm walking that way, I start to smell. The blood, you know, iron, it's very obvious smell if you've ever been around a lot of it. Which yes. I'm kind of a big deal. I'm around a lot of blood a lot. Yeah. But so I'm walking down there. I'm like, wow, that sounds crazy. And I turn the corner and this dude still alive is just like bleeding everywhere. Obviously. Is he laying on the ground like one of those fish out of water going? Duh! No, because <laughs> MTAP was arriving right when I got there also. And they're like trying to stop the breathing. I think they just stopped the, the breathing. Stop the breathing. <laughs> Quick, cover his mouth and nose. <laughs> well, <no. laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it definitely Help us like- on the way, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get a pillow. Quick. <laughs> I mean, it definitely looked like they were trying to choke the guy to death. So I don't know how you. I'm not a, a doctor, but I can't imagine it's very easy to stop arterial bleeding in the neck but yeah so i walk oh i walk i walk whoa 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 whoa. our friendship is built on all you're not a doctor (laughs) (laughs) no that's tone dr peppa (laughs) i have 56 ingredients 23 flavors yeah whatever basket robins i didn't get those numbers right either (laughs) heinz 57 Oxen of donuts. There was that one person that jumped off the parking garage, like the daily garage. I wasn't mm-hmm. there for that one. I think that was before me. Uh, and the the what I was told was the parking attendant just walked out because they jumped off and hit kind of by the exit where the parking attendant is. Yeah. They just walked out and put a traffic cone by the parking <laughs> garage. Nobody would see. Look out. <laughs> There's a spot here. You don't want to get on your shoe. But no, I did. So I walked around the corner and MTAP's there trying to render aid. To I hope thing. I would do that if I was the parking <laughs> attendant. I mean, it tells you how classy this area is. Let me just say it. But now I'm we like, got another one. Because I did. I walked by. I'm like, I'm like, look at this. Like, you know what happened? I'm like, looks like he cut himself. <laughs> Sir, like, that's not how you shave. Yeah, he I'm appears just, to not be retaining blood. Because they haven't they haven't cordoned anything off. I'm the only guy like walking up there to see what's going on. Everybody else is like, oh, staying right. back. And I answered the question. I'm like, oh, I got to go, though. So I head down to Apier, then come back, and everybody's asking, what happened? I'm like, oh, he's really cold. Like, why do you say that? Well, he got they covered him in a sheet. <laughs> They're like, what? I'm like, no, he's dead. It's like, that's fucked up, dude. I'm like, well, yeah, don't ask stupid questions. Good news is he's not cold anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But no. And then you had to offer me counseling. It's like, do you feel you need counseling? And I, I think my reaction was, no, that shit was awesome. 
That's not a normal reaction. I believe that you should have taken him up on counseling. <laughs> no, I, I know it's not a normal reaction, but I didn't know the guy, and he killed himself. Who the hell cares? I mean, I mean so possibly his family, yeah. those fa- so, children, maybe. So I throw this out: mom there. and dad. I'm not brothers. That would be family. I'm not an maybe ad- maybe a grandparent. I'm not a step, suicide step advocate. I don't know if that's the right word. That makes it sound like uh, I have is a anyone an advocate. <laughs> Maybe well, Dr. I mean, Kevorkian. Yeah, that's true. Actually, he's dead yeah, too. California passed that law. Yeah. You could get medical suicide drugs or something like that. Probably the Jonestown crew. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jones. Hey. But yeah, but, different Dr. Jones. Dr. We, Jones. <laughs> I've done so much suicide prevention training. I mean, I'm sure you guys have at the airport and in the army and everything like that. I like during that training, I think that's the only time in my life I've ever planned out how I would kill myself. Like, that's that's the biggest thing. I guess when you make a plan is when it's something to worry about. It's oh, like, is that what they mean by make get a kit, make a plan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only when I'm in that training do I start making my plan. Outside of that, I'm fine. But people that want to kill themselves, usually, if it's not a cry for attention, they're not, you're not going to know they're going to kill themselves. So I say go for it. You're in there giving them pointers. No, it's up the river, not yeah, across. Like, the yeah, I'm river. not an advocate for this, but go for it. Yeah, go for it. I would never advocate. I had a guy tell me he was going to kill himself once. I went and got a razor for him. Hmm. He wasn't going to. He was an idiot. It was in uh, Redstone. He's like, I should just kill myself. I'm like, yeah, I'll be right back. I come back. I'm like, hey, you want this? Your Josh ass. gave him a Mach 5. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're an asshole. I'm like, well, are you going to do it or not? Because I still got to shave. <laughs> he goes, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, all right, then shut up. I went back to my room. He never killed himself, by the way. That you know of. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Five years later. Speaking of which, how would you guys murder someone? Um. So I personally follow the dude the judeo-christian ethic of thou shalt not kill but hey for each their own i'm not saying you kill someone i'm asking how would you well i would imagine it would be in a fit of rage so probably blunt force trauma or are you asking how i would plan out to remove someone either way so you've now murdered someone with blunt force trauma Mm -hmm. you can divulge how i think that's how you how you would kill someone no 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 i'm not done you didn't Remember say how you would dispose of her body. Let me finish making up my questions. <laughs> I would preferably get a one-armed man to bash her head in with a cue ball. I think you don't want to be a, a fugitive. I right. think you have a victim already. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the one-armed one man. <laughs> he was desperate. <laughs> he was at the end of his rope. <laughs> all right, so they all they all have these true crime podcasts right now, and I mean they I've all? committed some crimes. You have too, and they're all that's true. I did I, that, I've so we have our own podcast now. You murdered a shit ton of carrier pigeons. It's not a crime. I feel like that classifies exactly as a crime. Nah. It's not capital murder. It's like that's like a civil suit, destruction of property. Like, it's like the it's same thing. As, still, isn't it? like it's like the same thing as peeing on someone else's sidewalk, minus the indecent exposure. <laughs> That exposure was decent. <laughs> it was decent. I've seen better exposures. But no, I'm just curious. Like, So everyone's doing it, and I don't have the ambition to actually do any research about murders. Or anything. Yeah, fair enough. My teachers love me. 
people are fascinated with murder. There are way too many murder shows out there. I know it's crazy. And the by far the most popular one is something that I do not understand, can't comprehend in any way. It's that special victims unit, that law and order. Oh my God. It's been on the air for like twenty seven years or something like that. Mariska Hagate. I do. I do not understand that show in any way. Why would you watch something where like the sole purpose is is like discussing how somebody tortured a small child? including like sexual and physical assault. Like I don't, I don't get why somebody would watch that. And I also don't understand how somebody could possibly write that crap. I think people that watch that are just insane. Gung, gung. I, I does not comprehend with me. Yeah. I think there's enough, there's enough negativity and bad, oh, I, b- bad vibes out there. All right. Well, we should talk about positive murder then. Mm hmm. Positively, one of them was it, Kieran? <laughs> Who was that Iranian dude that uh, when he came into Iraq and they hit him with that drone strike or whatever? Yeah, uh, give me a minute and I'll think of his name here. But Solomon, yeah, Solomani. I'm glad we all hit the same name. Damn near exactly. You said Mike Salim. It was Solomani, I think. Yeah, Salami, got it. Yeah, Kieran posted that that little meme. that's like. Yesterday, knowing he had heard of Soleimani or whatever his name was, he's like, "It's like he blew up overnight." <laughs> nice. Oh god, that's a good murder joke. <laughs> yeah. See, positive murders. We already got it. So we should just make a list of all the positive people that have been murdered. No, that's not how you word that. Eh, we can do that. Positive people that have been murdered. Those who have been murdered, which created a positive footprint on the world. Yeah, I think we could make a whole show about this. I actually was talking about writing a book. Um, <laughs> you'd never actually write the book. No, no, we no. were talking about no. it because I've never, I've never heard of the genre. So basically, a serial killer, right? But the whole book would be written from the perspective of a victim. From, but it, that would abruptly end. That's the point. But it'd go through the entire psychological torture, terror, and everything like that, and see if you could actually put that into words. Like it doesn't even have to be the torture and stuff, just the all the the emotions that go into that, just how visceral that would be. I'm just curious. I've never heard of a book like that or anything. I don't know how easy it would be to really get in touch with that. I'd have to find serial killers to to teach me stuff. So if you want that <laughs> I put that in the one ends. If you, you eat Craigslist. The toes? Do you eat the toes first? <laughs> if you want it's like pigs someone, in a blanket. If you want someone to write that book, you probably need to send a letter to Chuck Palahniuk. He seems like the person to write that book. Yeah. He'd be right, right up his alley. He writes some weird stuff, man. Yeah. Have you ever read any of his stuff? No. Well, obviously, he's the author of Fight Club. Um, there's one called Survivor. That's uh, It's about a cult. Uh, that it, there's the, it's, a, it's about the last member of the cult that's he's the, the one who changed their mind and, on the kool-aid day and you don't it, kind of so well i'm not going to go into the book because i don't want to explain the whole thing but it's it is a good book i have it if you'd like to borrow it sure it's not a terribly long lengthy ride but it, but Even essentially better. it starts and ends at the exact same place and you don't realize it until you're getting close to the end and you're like oh my gosh uh i mean it's Crazy. not that surprising well no it, but I get it. but um he also writes this other book that's absolutely absurd it's about chinese infiltrating the u.s and and like taking over the u.s and it's written from the perspective of a chinese kid who speaks speaks broken english he speaks he speaks it uh, he speaks broken <laughs> english and he goes to like this this like family in missouri as an exchange student and then it's all about like 
apparently there are thousands of them that are going across the entire country to infiltrate good families, to get insider knowledge, and then take down the country. However, the book is written in broken English. I don't want to read that. It, yeah, so I got like I was like initially I was like, man, that sounds pretty cool. But then like a chapter and a half in and I was like, this is making my brain hurt. I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. So that's why I think Chuck, Chuck Palahniuk might be the guy because he writes kind of like obscure. See, and I get that he does really good stuff when it comes to that. But I can't I don't know. I don't know how hard it would be to capture that emotion behind it. Because like, I can think about the emotions that you would possibly be feeling stuff like that. But how the hell would I write that down? No idea. But if I was to kill somebody, it'd be thought out with as much research as he puts into every other aspect. No, no. So I wouldn't research anything. I just really relish the idea of how this person would die because I'm sure they're going to die because I am very upset with them. See, this is why like I they moved my shoes or something like that. <laughs> I, that's why I they think, start where I left them. That's why I think if if I ever murdered anybody, it would be blunt force trauma because I would be so enraged that the act would occur, and so the disposal would be well thought out, but not necessarily. See, I think the this is where you act. need a kit make a plan though. <laughs> just just keep right, it in my trunk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we should be prepared for this. I mean, you have hurricanes, you got snow days. And now you got a murder kit and yeah. a bug out bag. I feel like they could all kind of wrap in to get. I feel like they could all kind of be one big kit, multi-purpose. You know, if you're able to dispose of a body, you're probably able to survive anything. I've actually seen a couple of disposal methods that would have been spot on if there wasn't a witness to the disposal of the murder. Uh, both actually. Oh yeah, that's. It's terrible. like there was one dude I remember that that murdered his wife, froze her up. And then rented a wood chipper, but it was like on a De- it was like December twenty third at midnight on a bridge running a wood chipper, and so like six cars passed by and saw the dude. They would have never caught him. Like wood chipping her into the fucking river into the river. Like yeah, he was wood chipping her into the river, and then and most of it was gone. But they found like a tooth and a couple of like bone pieces and stuff. But they would have never even looked there had the dude not been at midnight on a bridge wood chipping her into the river. <laughs> that's not my tooth. You can't prove it. That's yeah, a stupid thing. Like why? Why I are mean, you? Gonna... I don't think it's his tooth that ended up in the wood probably, chipper. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Guess what? Prove it. <laughs> No body. I saw another one where there the was glove a, don't fit. This one was crazy. I actually uh, Leslie was watching one day. She was watching like a, a murder thing and how they caught it. So he caught his wife, murdered her, and then he caught her. Yeah, like she was net. trying to run from him oh. and he caught her and his mistress was there. I think she caught him banging in the barn or something. And so he catches her. Is that a he, Chuck Berry song he, or Jerry Lee Lewis song? <laughs> could be. He was having sex with a goat. But he takes her he takes her down and it was also near a river as well. And he, he was burning in a barrel he burnt her in a barrel and he just kept adding more and more and more and more and more fuel. And uh the the there was like no proof. It was just this like his mistress's word against his because they had broken up and stuff. Uh I hate you. He murdered someone. And so how they actually caught him was because he burned it close enough to trees that like some of the like like it actually caused an effect on the tree that they were able to biologically prove that he burned a human body underneath the tree. I was like, holy shit. This tree is your wife. That's insane. (laughs) But had his wife or had his girlfriend not said, yeah, it was that tree. You know, he he would have gotten away with it. Yeah. It's, it's always the witness. You can't leave any witnesses. I mean, I've seen enough movies that I feel like I am adequately prepared to get away with murder. (laughs) 
Movies, that's the way to go. <laughs> that's usually what I base my life decision on. Right? I, I sort of feel like... Like Chucky. I saw that. I mean, how hard would that be? How hard gonna, my that soul be to is going to go into a doll. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to work, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't suspect a thing. No, they would not. He's a doll killer. No, that's not right. I don't Actually, want to, some I don't, people I don't would. want to be the doll killer. Because that really gives a negative connotation to murder. You'd rather be the Night Stalker? That or better. something cool like that. Yeah, that's an awesome name. The Fire Eye. Uh, Fire Eye. It's much better than his current nickname. It's the just whisper. the brown eye. <laughs> the whispery eye. The wizard sleeve. <laughs> Starfish. The wizard sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> Took me a second to process you said it, apparently. Oh, God. But no, I mean... It'd be so hard to kill somebody. Well, take it back. Depends. It wouldn't be hard to kill anyone. Depends how strong they are. I feel like killing someone is is just as hard as it used to be. You know, I don't. <laughs> back feel, in my day, I don't feel like the ability to kill someone has changed. I feel like that should be, but the ability to get away with it because everybody's got yeah. one of those ring cameras or a cell phone they could bust it out. And start Man, you could run a wood chipper pretty easy, mm-hmm. and your phone's got GPS tracking. And- yeah, I mean, you would have to go. The only way to do it is to build a time machine and go back. <laughs> Or just I can go, only get him made with murder. You can just go off machine. the grid like the Unabomber did. I mean, and then just stop leading tra- leaving trails there. Yeah, and stop writing like, manifestos. Yeah, when someone, I guess I can't when have someone any more provokes you, just ignore that shit. Yeah. Like, have, you, have you seen Bill Burr's uh, comedy special where he's talking about uh, getting in a fight with his, at the time his girlfriend is his wife now. And uh, did she tell on him? She, she came and she's like, you know, yeah, she did. He said that he uh, he was started because he was sick. of You know, there was like a whole story before it, but he decided he was going to ghost her. So he turned his uh, headphones all the way up and he just walked right past her, hoping it would piss her off. And he said, I got to tell you, work like a charm. <laughs> <laughs> so She winds up smacking the headphones off of his head and everything. And so then he talks about it. he's like, you know, but, you know, I don't know how many times I've been standing at the kitchen sink washing dishes for the hundredth time going what did i do wrong the argument was about this and everything was fine but she just got to say some shit about how insecure you know to find that insecurity a little my dick spin me up yeah yeah exactly he's like my wife knows that the thing that spins me up is i don't want to ever be that old man that that lives by himself in a bottom story apartment saying turn that noise down and so you know she, we were arguing and she said to me well that's why you're gonna live alone until you die and i was and I blew up. And he's like so so he's like i gotta tell you though I've, I've figured it out i gotta turn this franchise around we're gonna start winning <laughs> he's like the thing is is like Everything about your wife, every the way that they fight is if they're winning, they stay calm, they stay on target, they stay on point. But if they're losing, they'll say the craziest shit because they just want you to call them a cunt. They want you to call them a cunt so that they win because they know that that word is worse than anything else that they could possibly say. He's like, so if your wife starts telling you you got a little dick, just slip that. Just let it go by. Just stay in the pocket. Kneel down. <laughs> run out the clock because you've already won. Just, just just allow just allow yourself let to her take that in down. let her punch herself out and then just go to your room and rub one out <laughs> it's the champagne of victories <laughs> gross you're not supposed to drink it oh man and i just thought that's like that's perfect you just gotta let that go just slip that comment and get back in the argument so uh start watching your show stand against evil you guys heard of it no all right, so uh, did he say your show? 
No, a new show. Oh, I thought you said your show. I don't, I don't I've been watching show. your show. You have. make a great show. Mm-hmm. Just I watch you. That's it. It's called Pudgy in the Tub. <laughs> Ooh, it's the best place to watch you. Ooh, he's all wet and soapy. Are you imagining it there? And you got a pretty, you got a twinkle in your eye. I can see the whiskey. It. <laughs> that was like, yeah, that was the, that was that three fingers of whiskey over there. Yeah, yeah. there. Um, but no, so it's pretty good. Uh, I think you'll like it. It's got the kind of humor we do, and he's a crotchety old dude. And I asked the wife; she watched it. I'm like, he's not sexist. What would you label this as? She's like, oh, misogynistic, definitely. Um, but one of the comments is uh, he has to break up with somebody. He's like, oh, I'm an expert at breaking up with women. It's like, really? What do you do? It's like I walk in. I'm like, I know you're pregnant, and I know it ain't mine. It's like, really, that works? It's like, yeah, usually they get if they are pregnant, they get furious and storm out. And if they're not pregnant, they still get furious, and you just you know, let them talk themselves down, and then they leave. It's brilliant. It doesn't sound funny at all. Uh, it is. He's no, the, that, that little part right there oh, it's did hilarious. not sound funny. It is hilarious. Um, I'm sure he delivered it better. Oh, yeah, way better, obviously. He's the, uh, you know, the curly. star. Scrubs, the one doctor, middle-aged, he's like curly hair. I can't think of who it is. Uh, I don't watch Scrubs. Never seen it. He's the crotchety mean dude in Scrubs. Not the old, old one, but middle-aged one. The guy that was in Platoon? Yeah, I think so. John McGinley? I think that's who it is. Oh, I yeah. know who that is. Yeah. He's in Scrubs? Yeah, he's oh. really dry and, oh, he's good. He's in there. and All he does is bash on women the whole time. Sounds like my kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's funny, though. Even Liz was laughing at it. He, he just said he was going to punch her in the otter box. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's blue. <laughs> oh, oh, but man. no. Yeah, I don't think you can get away with murder at all nowadays. It would be very difficult. Oh, uh, There seems to be a lot of murders being gotten away with. Well, yeah, that's due to the fact yeah. that they're victimless crimes. Well, it, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Victimless crimes. So, uh, it depends so. on it depends on like how well you know the Clintons. I think <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They get around. Everyone knows them. There's not murders. It's all suicidals or muggings. They've been suicided. It's a it's a new way to die. But no, um, you'd need a car. What nineties or older. So there's no LoJack or GPS or anything in it, whatever they call it. So Do they still make LoJack? I don't know. I wasn't an investor. <laughs> I was in on the ground floor, but I got out quick. And- I got out when I got into the typewriter game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then you'd have to, you couldn't have your cell phone on you. You couldn't use a credit card anywhere. You couldn't use any main roads because there's cameras. They'd catch you somewhere along the Get line. you on an ATM machine driving by. You can't, yeah, right? You can't. Get anybody that has a cell phone, so you have to aim for the elderly or babies. The elderly or babies. <laughs> I can only murder old people or babies. I can only lose my temper with these two demographics. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I can overpower both of them. What are the what are the odds that one of those groups is gonna make you so mad? Oh no, this is this is all premeditated. This is all premeditated. I'm Just gonna to see if you can baby. get away with it. Yeah. Just be like, I'll take one of those and one of those. Yeah. I'll is take- it easier to get away with the geriatrics or the babies? I don't know. It's a toss-up. Babies cry a lot more, I imagine. No. Old people just vocalize it. Like, when they get old, they're just like, I shit my pants. <laughs> Remember how you made me breakfast? I didn't like it, so I threw it on the floor. <laughs> See, I imagine that would be, like, you're, you're kidnapping this old lady, and you get her in the trunk, and all you hear is, slow down! It's chilly. Do you have a sweater? 
Would you I'm, care for a sugar-free Werther's? Or it's like, I haven't seen my daughter in years. I don't know if I, there was a, a, you know, he's dead now, unfortunately. He was a good guy. His name, Bob Cottell. You never met him, but you've heard of I him, I'm sure. Yeah, you've told me about him. Yeah. So Bob was a guy that I worked worked up at Aberdeen. One time I was making fun of him. Like I made fun of him all the time. Another guy made fun of him all the time. So like when he would wear his... Uh, uh, his uh, clothes, fl- his flannel oh. jacket in. One of the other guys would tell me he'd look like, like a lesbian. Hilarious. He, cause he'd freak <laughs> out. Bob was like 65 or 70. And so he'd freak out and he'd always carry this like it, a, a key ring that would make like a high school janitor jealous. And he would wing those keys and peg whoever like, you know, he just yelled at me, ah, screw you, you know? And uh, one time I was making fun of Bob for being old, and I was telling him, like, oh, yeah, let me get a Werther's. Oh. And he was like, oh, that's not how it is. Ah, and he went off on me. The next time we worked together, that he was like, hey, man, you want a Werther's? And I was like, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I was like, he freaking knew it. He was like, screw you. I just happened to have him. I was like, yeah, because you're old. It's like, it's, it's it's like on the checklist, <laughs> Werther's check. So I was making bags. I had to bring in tampons for the bag. And Ted comes into work. I'm like, hey, dude. He's like, yeah. I'm like, you want a Werther's? And I handed him a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And he's like, what the fuck? I'm like, give it back. My wife will be angry. <laughs> he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, these are hers. I had to, I, I didn't buy, I'm not going to spend money to make these things. So I brought some in for hers and she's like, these are expensive. Bring them back. And Lamar came in. He's like, can I borrow one of these? I'm like, gross. No. He's like, why? I'm like, they're my wife's. He goes, just one. I'm like, no, she took a count. <laughs> I'm like, she'll know if it doesn't come back. She knows exactly how many days she has. I know. Oh, God. And it is so funny. So I learned from a commercial, Katie Schumer. I forget what it was. So Don't know who that is. Uh, she, she's, I'd say comedian. I don't find her very funny. But Are you talking about Amy, Amy Schumer? Schumer? Yeah, what I said. I know who she is. Who would I say? Katie. Yeah, it's is, is, that, is that Amy Schumer's little sister? Siamese twin. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the left head. I call her lefty. Yeah. All right, so it's old righty then. No, she did a commercial about periods. Like uh, finally, right? I know. I learned from it. I was like, holy shit! Because she was talking about because they always have the different sizes, right? And I've always wondered. I'm like, I'm like, how do you get fitted for one of those? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same way that you get fitted for an N95 respirator. <laughs> but no, so I'm watching this and and she's going through. She's like, so if it hurts to take out, you go down a size. And if you leak, you go up a size. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So I guess it's trial and error. Just the wife's like, what do you think she's talking about? I'm like, well, obviously they're gauged by how big your vagina is. She's like, no, it's by flow. I'm like, oh my God, that makes so much more sense than what I was going with. So then it's trial and error every single time? Well, I guess you just got to know your body. That sounds horrible. I'm not picking up tampons for anybody. I've used one for my nose. It was bleeding pretty good, and they work well. You, you know what works better than that for a nosebleed? Is the, the um, Nuva ring thing. <laughs> <laughs> it smells funny. I've had my period in weeks because of that. But no, it, I did. I learned a lot from Amy Schumer on that. I was like, wow, if I had girls, it would matter. 
I've heard her say stuff a few times and I don't really care for it. But one thing that I heard her say on a stand up comedy bit was she was talking, she was like, she was like, you know, trying to find a guy and blah, blah. And I, people always tell me like I'm ugly and stuff and like, whatever, I'm famous. I could go out right now and catch a dick if I wanted. (laughs) I've done it. (laughs) So yeah, that's probably true. yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're normal people. And if, uh, I'm not talking about mentally. I'm talking about financially. My son, Warren, my six-year-old son, he uh, he has he wants to be like everything when he grows up, and so he wants to be the most recent I have heard him say is he wants he wants to, to be the pretender. He wants to be a police officer, a race car driver, and a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> That's his actual list. He could probably do all three of those at the same no, time. No, he's well, he's he's my kid, so normal's out the window. It's relative. He's kind of a weirdo. I mean, he's not asking to be a dinosaur or something like that. So I think he's on the right track. Just saying. Uh, I want to be a pterodactyl when I grow up. I'd be telling kids to shut the hell up at that point. Most of my kids don't know what they want to do. My oldest does. I don't even know what I want to do. And then I have like three kids in a row that want to be a teacher. And I'm like, I don't think you know how much teachers make, man. You don't want to be a teacher? I I don't think that's the issue. I think they don't realize how much kids suck. You need to let them know how much kids suck more. Kids need to know they suck. Yeah, they'll learn that later. No, I feel like that's your job. My kids know very much so how much they suck. And I don't know why. I'm, I'm guessing it's because they look up to teachers. That's why they want to be a teacher. Like, oh, my kids it's like boot camp. Everybody awesome. after boot camp's like, oh, I want to be a drill sergeant. I, oh, I never I've actually that. never heard anybody yeah. say that. Really? There was a lot of people in my boot camp were like, uh, being a drill sergeant would be awesome. How? That sounds like a horrible living. Yeah, that's the worst job ever. I said. Sounds. It sounds like you're. I mean, you were at the basic with a bunch of idiots. It might be fun. Or was everyone in your basic training autistic? It, it does. Like I would. I would want to be like a like. What do they call those professors that only an adjunct instructor? Yeah, I might want to be an adjunct drill sergeant. It's <laughs> so like just show up like once, like every third Wednesday, and yell at some privates, and then leave. All right, just I've take your film. day out on them. Treat them like a beat dog, yeah, and then roll out. <laughs> Go get some Mickey D's. I mean, I didn't have any issue with the way the drill sergeants were. I mean, they're all kind of, they're real shitty, but they're real cool at the same time. It's really weird how they get that dynamic. But I am i never went, I want to be as confused as they are about how happy or sad I am. It sounds great. Not uh, once. I did uh, there. I did have a couple of drill sergeants who messed with each other using us, and that was funny. Oh, but, yeah. Like there, like, there was a, there were these two that were, real, they were clearly real good friends, and they messed with each other a lot. Were they both dudes? Yeah. They were gay, probably, and uh, and they would make us they'd make us <laughs> shout different stuff. So like they would they would do this thing where right because there were four platoons and they would raise uh you know they'd say first platoon and you'd have to shout whatever your slogan was or whatever. Second, they go all the way down and then you'd have this little thing where they would raise one arm and that was these two on this side of the formation. They would have to shout ah or what I don't even I don't remember if it was a slogan or just like a shout. Mm-hmm. And then this side uh, and whoever was the loudest got to go to lunch first or whatever. I don't really remember exactly. But uh, we we were told one time, like, when okay, at some point he's going to raise both hands. And when he does that, you guys have to shout, Hail Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we did. And it was hilarious. He thought it was hysterical. It was one of the first times I ever saw a drill sergeant, like, break, yeah. like, full-blown, I got to leave for a little bit. Like, crying. He, he's yeah. So- and uh, yeah, so that was good. And so I think if I was a drill sergeant, I'd do stuff like that. If I, but I would have to be forced to be a drill sergeant. See, well, now they wouldn't take me because I'm fat. And I was the one that really agged that on. Like they, 
they used me like that a lot because and I didn't give a shit. Like uh we didn't our basic training was weird because you're supposed to do an order where you do pugils and the combatives and do all that stuff. Ours, I guess, like a lot of the cycles before that, they had people get kicked out because they tried to bludgeon someone to death in the company that they were in. So they broke it up. Like our first week there, we did pugils. Like we didn't have rifles yet. They're like, here, they give us the big Q-tips. Like we're standing apart from each other. Like, all right, go. Me and the other guy both drop these down into baseball swings and start running each other. Like, no, no, no. Like, that's not how you do it. I'm like, oh, well, we weren't really informed on this. You gave us clubs and told us to hit each other. It's like we were going for it. Swinging for the fences. Um, So that was the first one. And it was pretty funny watching their reaction as they had to jump in, but then had to do combatives. And this one dude, he hated being a drill sergeant. He did some sort of jump out of a plane and hurt his back. So he was there for, I don't know, rehab or some shit. I don't think that's the right word. He's being compassionate reassignment or something something like that. So he could heal and everything like that. He goes, we're going to learn combatives and he volunteer. I'm like, oh, I'll do it. So he's like, all right, come here. So he's like, all right, come at me. So it was the one thing I learned from this guy. Sweep the leg. No, no, (laughs) it was even better. So I I go at him and I don't even know what the movement is, but basically he puts you straight into a headlock. So you're on your feet still. He's got your head and he's like, all right, now what are we going to do? I'm like, let me go. He's like, ha, no. <laughs> so he's like, he just arched the back. So you're, he's basically trying to lift you mm-hmm. with your neck and it's just choking you out. He goes, all right, tell me it gets too tight. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm like getting choked out. I'm like, mm-mm, not going to do it. He's like, all right, are you done yet? Nope. <laughs> just sit there. Oh, with, nice. I'm letting him just like tr- almost murder me just because it's funny. That Well, that would be funny. I would be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I did stuff like that all the time. And I'd they, go get the burn barrel and tell them, hey, let's keep this away from the trees. <laughs> <laughs> but I was always, I would always answer stu- like stupid questions. I'd always do it correctly. Like, drills are and all that stupid stuff. Like, you excited to be here? Maybe. So my drill sergeants used me. There was one other kid that was like willing to play their games. But, the, uh, and it all started because uh, one of the drill sergeants was like, hey, go tell, because you weren't allowed to say their names, right? It yeah. was like second platoon drill sergeant. Go tell second platoon drill sergeant that he's a piece of shit. <laughs> no, drill sergeant. Did you just tell me no? It's like, oh, shit. And so, like, I had to do push ups once. And so, after that, I was like, oh, I may as well get in trouble for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would do that. I walk up to him and be like, hey, uh, uh, fourth platoon drill sergeant said that you're a cocksucker. Like, what? And he'd make me do a couple push ups and they'd be like, all right, go tell him. But I said, and so I was just like this pawn in their game. <laughs> Either way, I was going to have to do push ups. I may as well actually call him a cocksucker, you know? See, I loved <laughs> Good it. Good time. Like, like when, when he asked you, he's like, did you just say no to me? I'd be like, uh, no. Did you say no again? I'm confused. What? <laughs> I do stupid stuff like that. Like, you know, if you left your wall locker unlocked, they'd toss your stuff. It's like, you need to keep your stuff secure. So you come back, your stuff's everywhere. We were on like our last week there. We had to do our turn in and all that other stuff. So I was in the middle of going through it. They're like, all right, we have to go do something. So I just left the wall locker open. Everything's flooded out. It's all over my bed and stuff like that. I come back. They're like, you need to keep your wall locker shut. It's like, we were going to toss it. And then we realized you already did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nice. okay, okay. I was just trying to do my thing. I was like, all right. So, yeah, nice. I just, they walked in. My room was trash, so it was great. I did enjoy the fact. I don't know if you guys did it. You probably didn't. You probably never had a break. Did you get Sundays off because it was church day or some crap? You got a couple hours if you chose to attend. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm so stupid. Yeah, because of that, though, we ended up doing nothing 
all day on Sunday. So we all just wanted to sleep more. So, you know, you got to make your mattress and your bed real tight looking, right? So we would lay underneath. I was on the bottom buck. We'd lay underneath and tuck our hands into the springs and just fall asleep. So look, if somebody walked in, it just looked like you're tightening your bed. Of course, I've been doing it for six hours at this point. My hands are asleep, and I might be dying from this. But I never got caught. So when on church day for us, it would uh, so there would be a, few, a couple hours. So I think there were like two different services, and they were roughly at the same time. And then they had my church's services, which I didn't even go to church at that time. I was like anti almost and uh and they were then mine was like at a totally different time and i started going so i could get a longer break because while everybody else was at church nothing happened and then they would all come back and then like 20 minutes later to be time for that other service to leave and then that and also right about the time they left that's when everybody would have to start going and doing push-ups and like shining boots and everything so i was just like well i just want a longer break and it went to both so no so they would go to theirs and i would have a break because drill sergeants were gone like that was the time period that everybody got left alone and then then i'd leave and then so they'd get messed with and my church was two hours long but so this is a thing also the bishop of that church would accept packages for you because he knew that the drill sergeants would like go through your stuff and so i had so this was the only good thing that my oldest daughter's mom ever did other than create our daughter um she would send me snacks. <laughs> and so I would just sit there in church like they're like, oh, praise Jesus. And I'm like, oh, praise Twiggy. Tearing, tearing open chip bags, <laughs> opening a soda, you know. <laughs> You're, you weren't the only one, though, I'm I, sure, right? So several people started going with me because they knew that was happening. But everybody that was like wanting to be at church for church purposes would look at me like, oh, my gosh, that guy. I went once just to see what it was all about. Wasn't impressed. It was just really weird because I ended up going to the wrong one. I went to the one where they have a guitar and shit. And everybody's like singing their stuff. And I'm like, wow, not for me. I think that's like most churches, dude. You just described. Except for Catholics, I think they just beat you a bunch. That's true. <laughs> I grew up Catholic. W- were you molested Catholic too? L- molested Protestant. <laughs> I was molested by Catholics. Oh. It wasn't at church, so I don't know if they're actually practicing, but. <laughs> They may have been practicing on me. <laughs> they got it right the first time. Yeah. They didn't need to practice. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, no, I had a basic train. I actually en- rather enjoyed basic training. When it was over, I was like, oh, I could do this for a couple more months. I just I got there two weeks early or something like that, which is stupid. Why the hell did they let you get there early? That sounds very dumb. It they was. were already planning for your pace. <laughs> They oh were like, God. this guy's a piece of shit. We'll get him in here two weeks early. But they don't do anything with Roll you. Roll him around and break You literally crumbs. sit there. In the replacement battalion or in the actual basic training? At the training? actual basic training. We're just sitting there. We're not allowed to leave. We're not allowed to do anything. All we do is get marched to, to eat. Did and everybody get there two weeks early? No. There was How like many? four of us. That's silly. And that was it. And like That was the worst part of it because it's like. Did they I, change your orders or anything? No. That's very weird. They're like, all right, you're done. You're processed out. Let's get you there. And, but people would just slowly trickle in though during that two week period, but it started with four of us and it was probably the most psychologically damaging part of basic training just because, because <laughs> you're being forced to just sit there. Like we had people seeing how much water they could drink in a, in an hour <laughs> because we were, we literally had nothing. This dude almost died because he drank so much fucking water, but we're just like. Literally nothing. No, we're allowed to leave. We're allowed to work out. We could do push-ups in our room, and that was it. You know what really messed with me? 
uh, when, so I went, I was EOD, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, went in basic training and, uh, went through all the stuff, but there were three guys that were all on a security hold and they were all three EOD and they were from like two cycles before they'd been on security hold for over six months at basic training. And they didn't have to do the same things we did. Some like they, some of them had licenses, so they'd go drive to the PX for the you know whatever. But they would have to come back and stay in the barracks. They had a different room than everybody else. Uh, and I was like, "This is gonna suck." And then I got my orders. I was like, "Oh, thank God! That would have been horrible to be there." And so that for like three weeks messed with my brain like you wouldn't believe. And then one day, those exact same guys uh, were told. So we were out one day, and they were told to toss the rooms. That like the drill sergeants had him do it, and we came back and we found out it was them, and they were privates, and we beat the shit out of them. Nobody ever got beat up when I was there. I mean, there was a couple guys that got thrown into a shower and forcefully washed because they had didn't shower in weeks. Is that what you're calling it? We mopped them, dude. <laughs> they were like, uh, we mopped them with a dirty mop. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure that helped. With the it's smell. not like we were like, hey, let's go get a brand new mop head. No, we just well, then they stayed in there and showered. Uh, we you just what the trick is, you just spray them with body wash. Make them wash it off. Yeah. It's like they ain't got a choice now. They're going to smell good because it's on them or they're going to wash it off. But uh, so we found and those guys did. They got they got all of us held them down. And it was like punching. Them. They were like, we were we were forced to. We were forced to. Like, well, I bet you were smiling, you son of a bitch. <laughs> they got punched a lot. Yeah. Did they ever make it out of there? Do you know? I I cycled in and out and they were still there. I I don't know. Who well, I mean, they are. school or anything. I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even have recognized them. I don't think I barely you beat them that anything. bad. <laughs> yes. I so when, the whole time I went through school, I took it so seriously because I was told like everybody fails out, you've got to pay attention. And so the whole time at Redstone when I was there, so you go up to whatever phase four, and then there's the phase five, and then there's a phase five. I never phased up to phase five, which was apparently a requirement. Before phase five twenty. That's the one where you get to move into the other barracks. Yeah. Well, so I, I moved there. I it. was only at Redstone <laughs> for like six weeks before I went down to Eglin. And so they were like, no, you have to be a phase five. And I was like, well, I'm leaving tomorrow. So, and so the drill sergeant was like, well, there's a bunch of people trying to phase up. So they just pulled me in the back. I didn't know like the ordinance creed or yeah, whatever. So I just stood in the back, go like, I don't know, just like saying watermelon over and over again. Watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. 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 And so, and so they just phased me up so they could send me out of there. Right. So, and then when I got to basic training, I knew the, I knew two people from the class ahead of me. Because we went down together, and then I needed to get a house, and they were staying in the barracks. So I got held out of training for one week because it took me about two hours to find a place. So they were like, "No, you got to, you can't go till next week." So I knew two guys because they came with me from Redstone. Nobody else I knew, and then I knew everybody in our class. I didn't know anybody in the class behind me, or the class behind that, or two classes ahead of me. I know it's really weird like that, though, like, isn't it? I only knew the guys that were in my class. Like, oh man, we were there at the same time. I remember you. I don't have any clue who you are. I was present. There are a few people that I know that were in my class that rolled out, and there's a few people that were in front of me that rolled into my class. But go watch out for those people. The people, (laughs) man. I know one. One. uh, I know that at least one of them went to to Darren knew him. He was in his company, but Wade Wade Bennett. All right. I was just trying. Maybe also Fowler. Did you know Fowler as well? You said that and it made me think of Case. You want to think of the nastiest person ever? No, Fowler was disgusting, bro. Who's he was worse, horrible. Case or Fowler? They were pretty neck and neck. Yeah. So I didn't know Case, but Fowler. I mean, one time it was his turn to drive to school because there, there were three of us that lived in development, 
And so we would just drive out to school together and we would take turns of one week, me, one week, you, one week, you. Right. And if one of them needed to get, a, you know, Hey, can you drive to Yeah, no problem. So Fowler, it was his turn to drive. And he was like, dude, I just cleaned up my car. So at the time he had a maroon four door grand prix. And he's <laughs> like, I just, just cleaned up my car. Cans. <sighs> no, there was no beer in there, but no shit. After he had cleaned the car, the entire floorboard on the passenger side was filled all the way to the bottom of the door, like the sill of the door with empty plastic bottles. At least they were empty. There were there were other trash and stuff in there too, but that's what I remember is all the plastic bottles. Like, I don't have a place to put my feet. You're like, what are you, homeless? It was crazy. That's what homeless people do. Uh, one t- so he lived, uh, I lived in one strip of housing and he lived in that strip like it was at a right angle, but it was one next to us. And, uh, and so he helped me move our stuff, our stuff in. Cause I, I rented a U-Haul truck and he was there like two days before. So we unloaded everything into the house and then he was like, Hey, come on over for dinner. And I went to his house and there was piles of dog shit everywhere in his house. There was like 30 piles of dog shit in his house. His house reeked like dog shit. And uh, like half of them had a piece of toilet paper draped over them. Like they were putting them to bed or something. I don't know. <laughs> Sleep well, little guy. I was like, what the hell is Did this? Did you ask him? He was like, you should probably pick those up. That was the only time I went in there. He told me what was going on. He was like, yeah, she, it's her dog. I told her I'm not going to pick up the dog poop if we get one. And she just refuses to pick up the dog poop. I'd rub her nose in it. I was like, that's <laughs> really gross, man. So you're just going to like live in a house that smells like dog poop. I feel like because at that point you need to like cut your losses one way or yeah, another. You're too proud right now. Get rid, get rid of, the of the dog. Get rid, or of, get the rid of the wife. Yep. <laughs> it's like I don't know which way you want to go with it, but there's a solution there other than putting napkins on dog shit. That dude was gross, man. Or making shit like he was. He was funny in Iraq. We we're that was, dude. Yeah, um, he was worked with me at the battalion, and uh. We were coming out in the morning after our shift, walking back to the chews, and he had you know the big liter and a half water bottles, and he starts taking a drink, and I just like squeezed the shit out of that <laughs> bottle and nice. as he was drinking, and it came out his nose, and he's coughing and gagging, and his eyes are water, and he looks over at me, he's like, "That's not professional, sergeant." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he was a funny dude. I he was, say. he was hilarious. Yeah, he was, he was a funny guy. He was just <laughs> dirty. Uh, so that reminds me. So you know the pool noodles, like we'll play that. Uh, we'll play in them. We'll play with those in the pool, and they'll get filled with water. And I'll blow into one end and spray people with it. And my kids will try to do that. And when they're getting ready to do it, I'll just grab it, blow into it, and just force it. I win every single time. Water in their lungs. I'm basically <laughs> waterboarding my kids. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's about like what you do, but they do it all the time because they think it's so funny. I enjoyed as well watching them almost drowned without drowning, <laughs> near drowning. So my this is one thing I don't. I've I've only a couple times actually squeezed the water bottle. But if my kids have like a soda or a water bottle or something, when they're going to drink it, I'll just actually grab the bottom yeah, of the bottle, dump it on, and, and no, I'll just hold it up so that they ha- they if now they have to keep drinking. My older kids now just use their tongue and they stop the water. Right, Ooh, that's smart. Play. I wouldn't have thought of that. But, but my my younger kids and actually my older ones when they were younger, they're just like. <laughs> Trying to drink as fast as they can because it keeps coming. Like you, you could just stop drinking. <laughs> That's another part. They've learned now. See, well, guys, I would bail, and my wife has done stuff like that, and it usually ends up in a mess. We've been. It's got to be like two hours, huh? One hour and fifty minutes. Wow. Is that, so is that think, a new record? Uh, if we don't edit it, it would be. How much? <laughs> how much are you gonna edit? No, I'm just saying because we've had longer episodes that have had some significant amounts taken out. Mm-hmm. I've, I've tried to do everything more 
ubiquitously. But this time, there won't be a significant amount of this because you only said Hitler once. I think I said it more than that. You did. You did. <laughs> it would. It wouldn't be a words podcast without with, with, without at least ten minutes of Hitler. <laughs> so next time, <laughs> but next week we may have a guest. Mm-hmm. Is it what what the podcast revel revelry reverie reverie the true crime podcast? I'm not stalking your Twitter post. By so the, the so the plan I just happened to see them. <laughs> so the, well, that's good. It's actually called Words PCAST yeah. or at PCAST Words rather. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to listen to her show and and maybe we'll be talking about some funny legal issues. Yeah. She may listen to our show and decide, decide to, nah. not to do this. She, <laughs> probably. I was, <laughs> was going to do the podcast with him, but he said Hitler one too many times. I'm first, okay with four. four but when you hit five, I'm out. I really hope she's ready for this. Well, that's what I, I I said on Twitter. I said, eh, you're sure. I mean, we go down some weird rabbit holes. I saw her response, but I, I think you downplayed it too much. <laughs> I think you should really tell her about, you know, Hitler, uh, prostitutes. It's kind of like going to the dentist. Like, oh, you're just going to feel a pinch. So, and like, oh, my God. Unfettered. I mean, there's just things I'm going to throw out there. It's like you just need to throw keywords out there and see how she feels after that. Griefing. <laughs> Lava lamp. <laughs> griefing. I forgot all about griefing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Coomer spec. Uh, I'm going to do that later. <laughs> but, does, uh, she, does she do it by herself? Is she a lone podcaster or yes. does she have a crew? Uh, I that, haven't heard a crew on the episodes I've heard. She's got some pretty high class sponsors, from what I heard. Yeah, I'm gonna go listen. I'm gonna give it a listen on the way home. I got an hour yeah. drive home. You know? So, I but, have a 43 minute drive home. For those of you who have lasted this long, congratulations. Have we barely lasted this long? <laughs> we are two downloads away at this moment from 3,000. So when this podcast comes out, I we'll thought we 3, hit three thousand one. I thought we hit three thousand already. No, wow, I'm behind the times. Dude, I don't even check. How can we have possibly hit three thousand? We've only been podcasting like a year and a half. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a limited production. I just like to, I like to think of how many people we've touched, like physically. But either way, while they've heard the podcast, whether it's at the same time or not, but well, there's only like ten listeners at this point. They did have South Africa. Uh, what was the latest episode? It had Italy, South Africa. We Germany. get a lot. We get a lot from Germany. Germany is our number two country. Well, yeah. I mean, it's because of me. I bring the heat. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you should listen to what he says about the Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think we will play this one out. <laughs> oh, Lager hosen. <laughs> Words. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I couldn't even. <laughs>